Giving Credit is a podcast giving those making a difference their credit. On a weekly basis, we'll be interviewing parents, tech CEOs, financial experts, kid entrepreneurs, and others to learn about credit, education, financial literacy, and building wealth equity. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to this week's edition of Giving Credit. I am your host, Annika Jackson, Chief Mom of Kitty Credit, and I'm here with my dear, dear, one of my besties in the whole wide world and former business partners, Shanna Quinn. Hi, Shanna. Hi, Annika. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's a great Wednesday. Awesome. Well, to get into this, you we have kids the same age, and you have used Kitty Credit, the app, to do some mm-hmm. chore tracking. So I'd love to hear about your experience with Kitty Credit and teaching your children about finance and credit. So um, when you uh, sent me the link for Kitty Credit to give it a try with my kids, I think it was gosh, a year and a half or more ago, maybe. And it just seemed like such a simple solution to something that as a parent is like a bane of our existence, which (laughs) is chores and keeping track of chores and keeping them on track with their chores. Um, Because um, chores are something that we have like in our home in our family. I know not all families, uh, you know, do that, but, um, I'm a single parent. And so I feel like we all have a part to do in, in the home to keep the home up. And it just seemed like I was always on them about it. Have you done your chores? Have you done your chores? And yet here's this, you know, their devices that are most of the time in their hands that can do the reminding (laughs) for me. Um, so we, so we downloaded it and started using it and, um, and also there's just something magical. Sorry, that's my dog. Um, Amazon package. There's something magical about, um, crossing something off a list. Also just for anybody, like whether it's on a piece of paper or in your phone, whatever. And I think the kids kind of got excited about being able to do that also. Um, and then the component, I guess what makes Katie credit different is the component of, uh, credit and, and showing them how that applies. Like if they finish their chore on time, then it's worth more than if they just do it after the fact. Um, and that, and that opens up that conversation for like, this is how your credit works. Yeah. And I like the idea of having it be, like you said, on something that's in their hands every day, because I know as a mom, I tried using star charts and graphs and all kinds of other things. And they'd last like a really short time. And then it just would fall by the wayside because we got busy. We forgot to update it. They didn't want to move the little, you know, marker to the right thing. All of those, those obstacles. Um, And our kids are now at the age where they're kind of aging out of kitty credit and moving on to the next thing. But I love the fact that you used it and you saw that it could be a useful tool. So I think that for, um, yeah, I mean, for like a school age child, um, I think that it's, it's an awesome platform, honestly, because it's so um, simplified 
and it can just be a picture, not even a word, you know, so if they don't read yet, then that's amazing. Um, and yeah, with the chore charts and all the things that you hang up around your house, I mean, I like to kind of keep things a little like tidy and more minimalism. So like the eyesore of like something that's primary colored and hanging on your wall is not anything that <laughs> I would be interested in anyway. Um, but yeah, now that they are, you know, teenagers, we have teenagers, um, we have moved to, we still use the, the, uh, kitty credit, but also we're also using a different, um, kids debit card platform. And with that, I, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be the one that we're using, but I know, cause some banks I know have that also for, um, for families, but just the idea of them having their own debit card with their own money in it, that they're earning and they can see how that tracks mm-hmm. has been a game changer because we used to get kind of nickel and dimed every time you're out and about with your kids, they're asking for a treat somewhere, or can we, Oh mom, can we get Froyo or Oh mom, can we get Starbucks? And that will eat you alive here and there. And so if you start, when you start making them pay for those requests, they come a lot less. (laughs) 100%. I know when my daughter turned 13, she got a debit card and she's been using it very sparingly actually. So that's kind of been nice to see. Mm-hmm. pull it out. Um, because she, she wants to use, if she has cash, she wa- would prefer to use cash than her debit card, but she mm-hmm. has to earn it. And so she's started getting interested in like babysitting or doing other things to earn. Yeah. More money. Yeah. And, and I like that they can, um, I don't know how all of them work, but the one that we use, they can separate it out so they can have like a giving like account so they can move their money into a giving mm-hmm a, um, savings and they can save for certain goals. Like they can put like, um, new bike savings or whatever it is, big thing that they're saving for versus general savings. And then there's also an investment platform so they can start from that same app, start, you know, tooling around with investments and how that looks. And honestly, this is something I think we talked about at lunch when I was last time I was there, but that financial literacy foundation being built and like, you know, muscle, I guess, being exercised so early, I feel like it's going to give them such an advantage when it does come time for them to have like their own credit. Yeah. And you and I are both single moms. We've been (laughs) through that experience of our own. We're both from Kansas. We have a lot of similarities. And um, one of those for me is that I never grew up learning about credit or really knowing how to manage my money. And I was really bad at it. And I'm still, I feel like as an adult learning those things that our kids are now getting to learn at an early age. Right. And it's, I think it's the same, you know, the same, depending on how you were raised and what your parents, I guess, access to resources were, um, and what you saw. But for me, I was raised by a young single mom. She, you know, it was paycheck to paycheck, definitely 
credit or investing wasn't something that she could even think about doing because she was just putting food on the table, right. And getting us to the places where we needed to be. Um, you know, I had, I did financial aid for my own degree and I still owe the government for my degree. And so I think that if kids, I just think kids have this access to information now that we didn't have. So even if you're, even if their parent isn't, you know, able to, um, provide extra for them, at least they have like the internet and they can see what, how other people are living and what options there are available, which is so different than what we had. Yeah, absolutely. So in your day job, you work in title and parents. And so, I mean, something you've expressed to me is that by the time people get to you, you know, they've already had to go through all of the process of having their credit checks and getting the deals set and approved. But what are some of the things that you've seen happen when people are going through that journey where they've maybe made a credit mistake or a finance mistake in the process? That's so credit, um, you know, getting approved to buy a home is, is kind of, I guess, a worksheet or a formula that every lender kind of does the same thing and goes off of. And it's, um, you know, they basically are looking at like your debt to income ratio and then like your the loan to value of the home. And it all just kind of goes into this, you know, all the stars have to align just the right way. And you know, for most Americans, it's not the case for everybody, but for most Americans, it requires like a lot of things. Like, um, you have to have been at your job for a length of time. You know, you can't like get a new job and then get approved for a home loan, um, because they want to see consistency. Um, I mean, when you're asking to borrow hundreds of thousands of dollars, then they need to see, that there's some responsibility there. Um, and then, so it's not just about like how much money you're making, but like for how long have you been making that money? Um, how, you know, how are you about making payments of things? They look at that and it's not just your, you know, loan payments. They can even look at like your cell phone bill payments, all of that stuff, like goes, go uh, matters. And people don't often, I think, look at um, things like your utility payments and things mattering to your credit, but it all goes into, um, how much of a risk, I guess, are you of, of being able to pay back this loan that you're asking for? Um, and so, you know, I have seen on the transaction part of it that somebody may, um, open up a line of credit to buy furniture for their new house that they think they're buying. (laughs) And then, and then that affects the loan because now you have this line of credit that wasn't on, you know, what they said was okay to begin with. Wow. Yeah. So I think the, I think the big deal about that is like, just don't do anything (laughs) (laughs) like keep making your car payments on time keep paying your bills on time. Do not take out a line of credit. And if you have any questions about any of that stuff, you need to talk to your um, lender yeah. first. <laughs> They'll yeah. tell you. Oh my gosh. I am sure you have many horror stories you could share at another time with us. It's not just, I mean, and it's not just that it's like 
heartbreaking for the people, because like I said, for most Americans, buying a home is something that they've probably saved up for, for a long time and dreamt about doing it. And it's kind of like a dream to own your own home and start building that, um, equity, real estate equity for yourself. Um, and then to have something as silly as that affect your, the process, then, then that's just heartbreaking. Um, so I guess again, like, uh, teaching the kids about those sorts of things and credit is something that can kind of make or break you. I mean, when I got divorced, um, you know, I had basically nothing and started all the way. I mean, I can't even say over, like just started because I was so young when I met my husband and he took care of everything. And so I never had to, I just, he just did it. And so learning, I guess at that age, it's been six years. So I was 35. Mm. It's almost like I didn't launch, you know, like Mm -hmm. grow up until then because he always had taken care of everything. And in that you kind of make mistakes and don't (laughs) use your money the best way always. (laughs) Um, And I think just being open with the kids about that and making sure they understand like your credit is so important because it's really easy to destroy it and so hard to build it back up. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no comment except same boat. (laughs) So if you could give, so this is one piece of advice, I guess I would give to our listeners is have your own credit. Even if you think your relationship is going to last forever, have your own dang credit. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And honestly, like a really amazing partner would probably make sure that you do. Yeah. Because even if it's not like, even if it's not divorce, what if it's like sickness or, Mm. or death or something like both partners should have their own credit and, and built up. Yeah. So if you had to go back and give yourself your younger self, some advice, on credit and finance, what would you say to yourself? Um, I would say to myself, don't use all the credit that you have. (laughs) Um, I would say to myself, um, and that goes for student loans because they will definitely give you way more than what you need. And that money is not for going out with your friends (laughs) and buying clothes. So I would say, don't take out all the credit that you have. And I would say, um, like I just said, make sure that you have your own and don't, don't count on that. Someone else is always going to be there to kind of pick you back up. Yeah. Um, if you had a hundred thousand dollars today, what would you do with it? Um, I would pay off my student loans <laughs> and I would put, have a down payment on a new house. Nice. I, I mean, that. real estate, real estate is not go. It's not depreciating at all anytime soon. So if you have an opportunity to invest in real estate, then I would definitely recommend doing it. And even, um, you know, one thing I'm seeing really smart young people do is 
instead of waiting for marriage and a family and all of that is to just go ahead and buy a little two bedroom condo while they're, you know, in their early twenties and rent the other room out to a roommate that pays part of your mortgage. And then you have equity. Nice. So very smart. Yeah. Very solid advice. So thanks for sharing your story and the story of how you've been teaching your kids uh, and the extra little gems about buying a house and what you should or shouldn't do when you're an escrow. (laughs) (laughs) So how can people find you on social media or if they're in the Houston area and want to use your title company, what's the best way to reach Shanna Quinn? So, um, anybody can find me on Instagram. I'm Shanna Quinn HTX. Um, my title company is Envision Title. Um, we're located at I-10 and Willcrest, so kind of convenient to everywhere. And I also have notary stamps, so I can do mobile closings. And um, I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but our escrow team is the best in all of Houston. And um, But yeah, if they're a realtor and they want to have some lunch, then I'm happy to uh, meet up and talk about real estate. Great. Well, thanks again. I appreciate you being here. And thank you to our audience for listening. We'll be back with another awesome guest next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Kitty Credit, a mobile app designed to educate children on the credit system by completing chores. Now available in the App Store and on Google Play. For more information, go to kittycredit.com. K-I-D-D-I-E-K-R-E-D-I-T dot com.